So it's 2024 and I'm really, really honored. An episode you don't have to miss. You know, when you're inspired by someone, sometimes it is quite hard to tell them. But for this episode, uh, I'm glad to tell them that I'm inspired by whatever they are doing. For this episode, we get exciting life lessons and depth life experiences. Lessons and inspirations that really motivate, keep us moving and make us do something for our own life. Today we have a remarkable guest that you don't have to miss. Someone who does not only works the lives of academia, but someone I've really, really studied with for the past three years. I joined campus and sh she has really been pushing me to do a lot of things. And Marina Mabazi is the guest of today. And she's a finalist of Battle of Arts and Journalism Communication, digital creator. She's more into spirituality. I don't know how she balances that digital media, spirituality and business. She's the founder of Main Partner, which she's going to share details about. And uh, she's no stranger to the world of media digital communications, uh, storytelling. Marina drives her inspiration through the quote she normally puts on her social media, which states, living the Lord's goodness in this present life. She draws an inspiration as well from the Bible verse of Psalms 27, 13. I can repeat that, Psalms 27, 13. So it's a life experience episode and today we are so honored to have one Marina Mbavas. She's going to be telling us a lot about herself and uh, welcome to the episode, Marina. Thank you so much, Michael. As said, my name is Marina Martha Mbavazi. Yep. I'm a finalist pursuing a bachelor's degree in journalism and communication, but I'm majoring in journalism. Yep. I am also the founder of Main Partner. That's a product or service for natural hair, natural hair products, consultations, everything revolving that. I'm also a digital creator. I have a personal blog on WordPress. I create content on various social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, uh, on spiritual-based content, like to inspire people and to help them in their faith journey. So it's 2024 and we are so far done with one month and there's a lot of noise out there. And there's one thing that has really, really caught me into a discussion on your show shows you go by the quote living the lord's goodness in the present life how did you get into getting like that's the quote i'm putting on my socials it, it seems it's almost on every social media of yours uh yes that's that's a very interesting question so a brief backstory Yep. I should I say restarted because I was saved, but then I kind of wanted restoration in my life. Like yep. I wanted to rebuild my relationship with God and yep. everything, like not lukewarm Christianity. I wanted to be evident. I wanted it to be evident in everything that I do, that it is inspired by God and led by God. Yep. So I restarted. I was very intentional about it. I used to, I had like a personal should I say venture? Because I grew up in a Christian background. So, of course, you're surrounded by people of the faith. You're going to church every Sunday. You're praying yeah. every day as a family. But then you can't rely on your parents' spirituality. This is a journey you have to take for yourself. Your own self, yeah. So, of course, I was also going to the root of why my relationship sometimes with God was strayed and whatnot. And I realized that it's because I used to have so much anxiety of the future and the past, like, things that I have done before. Then um, what's coming? Of course, I'm the firstborn in a... Munyankole, family in a Western background. So there's yeah. a lot of pressure of what's coming ahead. And you also don't want to be constantly reminded. And then there's also that thing of 
how sure am I that I'm going to be the better person before than the person I am, you know? So this verse is like a reminder to me. I think it was said during uh, a service. Yeah. No, actually, it wasn't a service. It was a sermon that I was listening to because I listened to. That was another step I had to take for myself, like listen to many sermons. And it was living the Lord's goodness in this present life. So it was a reminder that it doesn't matter what has happened before, what is going to happen like presently, like right now, you can be. And also to remove that myth of Christians are always broke, Christians are always suffering, the ones failing in class. So to yes. know that you can actually live the Lord's goodness, like, and goodness, you know, encompasses many things. It encompasses an excellent spirit it encompasses generosity it encompasses being peaceful in god so that's why that's a verse i live by and why i chose to put it in my bio so you're, you're a digital creator yes, and there's a lot of pressure when it comes to digital creators you need to go by the trends and you say that you are into christianity and you're you're working towards having a strong a relationship with your spirit and uh, religion how are you trying to balance the two the social media pressure and uh, spirituality so uh the first step that i actually made towards that because before like i said reviving my spiritual journey i used to have so much social media should i say comparison mm-hmm. like you see where uh first live okay people having money and whatnot but you see how people are growing their social media for you there or maybe what they're able to afford people are getting brand deals there you know they're doing all these things and they are in the same age bracket as you as you and there's so much anxiety but one thing that has helped me is first of all following accounts that have what i want to achieve or accounts that are also like faith-based like many spiritual accounts um on also so you you control your algorithm i control my algorithm so much because the things that i used to follow before the things that used to appear on my for you page timeline yeah yeah. are really not what appear now and then also balancing uh you said something about balancing the trends and then also what i want to to be that one it depends sometimes i can be able to turn a trend into a christian kind of perspective like i think you know that common trend um let's say uh i'm a ugandan of course we do this and this yeah 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 yeah. so if i was to want to take part in that trend i would would do something like i'm a christian or i'm a christian firstborn something Mm. like that oh yeah but then for for where you can't turn the trend like that oh i just don't follow the trend i just post what the spirit tells me or what i feel like i want to share of course no, it's not always received well sometimes you're going to have very low views or people aren't even going to respond yep. then there's always going to be that one time where you share something just out of you know recently i shared uh it was a photo slide on tiktok mm-hmm. it was um dear firstborn dear firstborn child please share tips in the comment section so that we can help each other have a better 2024 yep. and i just posted it because i saw someone doing something similar and i was like okay i've never seen anyone doing this in the country currently let me let me just you know yeah. and it was received really really went cuz really really well because people are going through things like they really really shared so that's how i kind of but like you always you also shock yourself you say oh i thought people wouldn't be interested in this but because sometimes and then sometimes you can also jump on that trend and yep. people are not even yeah they don't and get you interested also know that yeah. you are just yeah so it's key to maintain originality but also kind of try to but like you said balance yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, and that's how i do it so there's uh digital creator there's a main partner entrepreneur there's uh someone trying to be strong in faith uh how do you find this in in our society i mean you're a journalism student you're expected mm-hmm. to follow the principles of journalism yes. and then there's 
you trying to venture into entrepreneur don't you find it quite hard it's it's i don't think it's hard i think i would call it time consuming yeah it's not i don't th- it's not hard because the inter- the entrepreneur aspect of me is something that i have been should i say crafting okay it's best in um natural hair natural beauty generally yep, yep. and i went to a secondary school where they encourage us to have natural hair so yeah, I, it's kind of yeah, something yeah. that i've been <laughs> from form 1 like my entire high school but and then the journalism aspect is i've always been into social media from my, when i was young mm-hmm. and i'm a journalism student so it's not hard because these are two things that have kind of been maybe the journalism aspect is me learning new skills and even the entrepreneurial aspect but i would say time consuming because it's very difficult to balance that's what i would say it's not difficult for me to create content based on the entrepreneurial side because i am learning these things in class i am learning them on my own it's very easy for journalism students compared to the rest because these are things that we engage with on our daily and you know how to write about it you know how to display it but then the entrepreneurial aspect is hard for me because of course i don't have uh, i'm not pursuing a business degree there are some many things that are still mm-hmm. you know like finance <laughs> you still miss, basically yeah. god helping me yeah. and then also balancing because I am a stu- like currently we don't have school but when we are at school I am a student first. Yeah yeah yeah. So then it's kind of hard to also add these other things. I'm finding a way to, you know, because it's all about prioritizing. But that's why I'm saying that I would call it time consuming but not necessarily difficult as yep. a person. Yeah. Of course uh balancing comes with a lot of external forces and external noise everything that's revolving around us and that brings about mental health and wellness it's a crucial aspect you know yes. how do you fulfill uh, the mental health part of it now the mental health part of it i will actually link it to sorry i'm biased but i'll link it to my spirituality yep. again yeah yeah because i find a lot of peace i i get a lot of peace from god from the holy spirit mm-hmm. and then also uh, a lot of principles that are aligned with that is you know um you know the bible also shares that don't give up the habit of meeting together don't give up the habit of fellowship yeah so you know many people who are suffering with their mental health are always in isolation you don't want people to talk to you you kind of want to you know and it's worse when your character is an introverted character and i would consider myself an introvert Devert, or yeah. an ambivert but more of that introverted mm. side mm-hmm. and so when something when things are too much like i can't balance or i feel like a sale has not gone really well let's say i've made a loss or i feel like i haven't um created the content that i want to other marks are not you know they are not yeah <laughs> there's always a lot yeah you just want to be on your own but that's the first step to self destruction so i just encourage myself you know what this is inf- this is the time that i need to be with people yep. and also just reminding myself that uh, a lot of people who are also struggling with mental health feel like they are alone yeah Uh, there's something <laughs> there's someone that I listened to and it was talking about how you you have to uncommonize your problem mm. many times you feel like it's only you and it, so Alone, you say yeah. that it's a bit self absorbed to think so but that's a fact like you think you're the only one suffering with this you're the only one they've spoken to like that you're the only one whose article they've turned down you're the only one so many times when you remind yourself that actually I'm not the first person mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be the last person and you also try to engage as much as you can with people who have crossed that similar path you can of course you have to you give yourself time 
uh, it's not something that you can't solve these issues in a day. You can't come out of depression in a day. You can't solve anxiety in a, but just encourage yourself every day because the minute you decide to give up, you don't know how you're going to come back from it. To tip or donate using Atom Money for this episode, simply follow these steps. Dial star 185 star 9 hash on your Airtel phone. Enter the merchant code 6475702. Enter the amount you wish to tip or donate on this episode and confirm under names John Bosco AMN Podcasts. Enter your Airtel money pin. Your tip or donation will be processed immediately and we will be glad to use it for the Mike and Amisha podcast. Thank you for your support. So how, how do you do you deal with mental issues uh, when it comes to business, in, in especially men partners? You know, there are people who will order things, pack, you prepare everything. There are those moments where you have anxiety. Ah, this person has made me order. Do you deal with friends as business or you open to general public? Because general public will cause these illnesses, especially depression and anxiety. How, how do you do that? When I said the business, I knew that was going to be a major, major issue. But then I re- I tried to act like a, a, should I say, I put myself in the client's point of view because before starting the online business, mm. I was an online client. Yeah, I have yeah. engaged, especially in COVID-19, I think we have many online Yeah, there are, are many, many businesses. Who are purchasing yeah. things online. So I tried to put myself in the client's point of view, like, okay, how would I want to be received? Mm. And I also remember... I, I lucky call it like payback or something like now the Bible tells you that you will reap tenfold of what you have, mm. <laughs> of what you have given. So of course there are times even me to be honest, I haven't spoken to a business person the way they should be spoken to just because I'm annoyed in the moment. So I just remind myself, okay, you don't know that day this client has had, you don't know that day. Yeah. And I also have a lot of patience with both of us. If a client has said something that because they are some very rude people, yeah. Ugandans <laughs> are not easy people at all. They're quite funny. Yeah. I just first not respond. I know it's uh, you're supposed to be timely as an entrepreneur. You're supposed to be really, really fast. Yeah. But if I know I'm not going to respond in the proper way, I try to as much as possible. A client is going to order from you and on the day of paying or when they're supposed they to, their I mind. take money first. I, I learned from other business, like people before me, like they always encourage, make sure you have a business kind of system, an online business where people are going to pay first. That's why you have to establish client trust. Mm. So I would always make sure the person pays first before the delivery person oh, yeah. takes the things. And someone is going to pay and we've packed and we are just waiting. They're just like, ah, but you're so expensive. Okay, I mean, understand that <laughs> <Yeah>. my <laughs> my prices are a bit beyond what you can afford. Mm. But then this is someone who is engaging with you. Like you're very sure you're just waiting. Then last minute they're like, ah, but you're so ex- you're so expensive. Don't you and think that comes with comparing with uh, other brands? Yeah, yeah. Definitely does. But I think it's mainly that patience and just trying to remind myself that even the, even you, you are a client, even you sometimes... You, you will do the same, you yeah. You will do the same, so just At some point, yeah. <laughs> relax. Then. So your role is quite intrusive. Could you share the significance of this role in the, and the impact of your future venture as main partner? How do you see main partner in the future? Do you look towards uh, maybe creating your own website, main partner, creating your own brand, like you have a WhatsApp, line that is always active responding to clients or you want to keep it to to connections and people near you to to get you more clients you want to spread it out to the world openly or you want to keep it low definitely i would want to spread main partner to the world yep. main maybe main okay i i'm going to try to make it in terms you understand yeah, but- uh 
because previously it was like more of a product based business. Yeah. But starting it initially, we also had the idea of consultancy because I think you've seen it daily. Someone tells you, okay, buy this confidence toolkit or buy this because people these days, it's not, they know where to, they know the things that they need, but they don't know how to get get them. them, Or they don't know how to do it. Like they, sometimes they don't want products. They want to know how to use the products or they just want to know the issue, but they also don't want to go to like a very professional person who's going to overcharge them. Or sometimes they are, those people are just not available. Like in Uganda, there's um the study of natural hair and like the course and everything. Yeah. It's called trichology. But we don't have any trichology services in Uganda. Of course, we have people who have pursued degrees in like costum- cosmes- <laughs> cosmetology, yeah, pardon yeah. me, and dermatology and things like that. But like natural hair is a thing of itself. Yep. And I only found out that by research and eh, these things are happening in other countries. So of course, I would want it to be bigger and i know it's possible to do it online you've seen where people pay for zoom meetings yeah 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 i've actually just started the main partner consultancy program wow that's great thank you (laughs) that's great so uh, do you treat people like men Oh, you only yes, work with ladies. Yes, I do. It's gender. It's gender inclusive. It's just that I think because of our aesthetic and, yeah. like I said, I was creating the stereotypes. Hair. Yeah, I was creating natural hair content before, and it was mainly women. Mm-hmm. So it's and you see the page. It's pink. It's but it's open. It's open to both men and women. I actually have some male cl- clients, wow. and they always ask us, "Do you also?" I'm seeing your pages, so and I'm yeah. like, "No," and they really do buy that. So thing. you've so. seen the hair, uh, Trevor Noah's. And uh, yes. the, the weekend, <laughs> yes. that's I. I had sometimes <laughs> my listeners will have to pardon me, but sometimes I be like uh, I should have this kind of hair, but I haven't got uh, specific products that can work on the hair to achieve that. How, call upon men to engage in men partner products because this is a platform, yeah. Yes, so I encourage you if you are male and you are interested in growing healthy, long natural Mm. hair there are Mm -hmm. many protective styles you can do like without even leaving it out there are many products you can use Mm. and the irony is that in actually most families the girls will always tell you my brother has better hair than i I don't know why that happens is there like i don't know if there's a study or something i should be a person knowing but i don't i will find (laughs) out but usually it's the men with like better hair longer Mm. lashes so i encourage you it is possible hair is not just for the same way uh fitness is not just for men hair is not just for women so you can uh, reach out to me. I think the social media platforms, it's at main partner on Instagram. Then I'm Marina on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, Instagram as yeah. well. Because yeah, yeah. we only have Instagram for main partner currently. We don't have other social media mm. platforms. But yes. Yeah, this is quite, it's quite, quite, quite amazing. Uh, I've been trying to do, to venture my digital work into business. Like I have on my website, I have a business page where I sell products, mm. but unfortunately, I've never received any clients. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, you started with social media. I, yes. I've been following your TikTok. I follow Instagram and I see the content that you do. But what's that unique thing that you've seen that if you do this consistently, you're going to transform your client, your social media followers into clients. How do you do that? I think, in my opinion anyway, I don't know if everyone will have the same point of view, yep. but I think uh, when I started establishing a relationship with my followers, mm. because you see, because sometimes I, 
when I have question stickers on Instagram, I'm not going to just do the question sticker. Many times I'm going to talk in the video. It's something I've seen other creators do. Mm -hmm. And I feel, of course, we are not besties, but I feel a connection with them because they are actually sharing with me in real time. Like they are not trying to make it perfect or what they are just engaging with me. Oh, when I see something that's uh, offended me, like something that shouldn't be happening in society, I write it on Instagram. Like not the usual sharing of everything has to be perfect mm, yeah, of course yeah. i love quality content i think i post quality content but trying to engage with them like even in the caption it doesn't have to be so elaborate and what and i think because i have a relationship with them like most people if i post something about something i posted last week mm. we'll say, oh we remember this also this is what has happened now and people are always watching they know that mm, this one thinks she's better than us and oh this one actually wants she cares about our opinion because you ask people which product should I sell and they actually tell you which content do you want to see more of and you're like, oh me, I wanted to post this one but this is the one you're understanding with. Then even some people and it also takes a lot of patience because it took a while for me to be posting my spiritual content consistently for people to actually start reaching out and asking questions they're like, oh, we've been seeing you post this and this. What do you think about this? And I actually do share like Bible plans with them, do that. And I think that's what has made me stand out because I don't think many creators are as approachable or willing to just share. There's a lot of gatekeeping. There's a lot of people. And some people are also just shy. I am a shy person. <laughs> then I had to break out of that, you know, because even me, I would want a creator who is creating those things to be able, like I reach out to them. Or even if I'm not able to reach out to them, they are mm. posting something that I would actually want to consistently engage with. And of course, like you'll be consistent with it. You don't talk to people one week, the next time they don't even know where you are. So you just continue trying to have a relationship with them. Yeah. So you don't leave any comments and reply. You make sure you're consistent. If it is something you can really, really give a solution, you actually do it. Some comments I left and replied when I'm not able to or when they are just disrespectful, but I try for the most part. Yep. I try. Well, wow, th this is something that I need to adopt because for me, uh, the, the only comments I reply to are on Twitter because Twitter is quite fast in real time. For TikTok, I'm really lazy to create content for TikTok. Yeah. But when it comes to Instagram, hmm, Instagram, I just want to watch people's content. And that's why I find myself watching a lot of things. And uh, it brings us to a question where you are a journalism student, you are into spirituality, you're into business. Do you see yourself venturing into a career that you love? I've seen you love business. That is main pattern and natural hair and uh, beauty, if I say that. Yes, it is. Do you see yourself out of journalism and into something you love, you're passionate about? That's a multifaceted question because <laughs> <laughs> it's quite hard, I know, but yeah. Because okay, I I think I I do love natural hair. I love main partner and whatnot. Mm. But journal like that's why I took journalism as a course. I think if I had like every, if everyone had the the first thing that they really 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 loved among the first things, mm -hmm. I think for me it was journalism let me share a very short story yep. i've only shared it once i think with the media challenge initiative yeah so when growing up my parents were always really really strict especially okay not especially both of them were mm -hmm. really strict so of course like phone technology what 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 many of these things were so limited like in terms of access in terms of i think i had i was able to have my phone consistently 
or have a phone consistently when I was going to uni. So There's always curfew, time, yeah. It was like <laughs> curfew of which even the curfew like two hour, okay, two, today two hours in the whole week and you're just like, what am I supposed to do? With? In two hours, in yeah. In two hours, but of course you, our parents have, my parents had reasons they did that. They yeah. Are, you know, that's their parental style and I respect it. But then when we didn't have like our phones and what, before even like normal social media, mm. the one thing me and my sister had was TV. If it wasn't TV, it was books, writing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So now, that is what I had most access to. And it was such a... Firstly, with these things of TV, kids love TV and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It was such a comfort for me and my sister. Like, firstly, when the whole house is fighting or what, like, you know, it's okay. This show is going to show at this and this. No, I'm going to watch news with daddy. Like, you always had some sort of, like, media was a comfort to me growing up. So I'd say it's the first thing that I really, really loved. I would watch things I don't even understand. But the mere fact that someone has taken their time to create something like this. So I know, I see myself, my parents have also seen it for me. I see myself venturing into main partner full-time at some point. Yeah. But that's why I'm trying to explore journalism as much as I can now before that's that's in the long run main partner is uh i'm doing it right now yeah but at the end of the day i know i may have to retire journalism <laughs> at one point on that. you're but thinking about it quite make, early <laughs> i'm trying to take as many opportunities as i can yeah. now to yeah. finish before i leave journalism like before like i first explore it because the media industry it has so much too much to offer you you've even seen that thing where as we get hurt because people who haven't done a degree in it are practicing it but you know it it's fine as we are practicing what we love and that's okay. So I, I don't see myself in full-time journalism, but it's not a passion that I'm going to just let, let go. go oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's really great. Uh, you've been talking about parents, parents. Yeah. And I love it that you, you, you're referring to parents always. But there's that aspect of friendship. How do you deal with friendship, men, partner, social media, digital creative? You know, it's, mm. it's quite big. Yeah. And I've seen you not mentioning friends. Aren't their friends like supporting? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, they are actually. My friends have been very. I would say for okay, my the friends that I consider close to me mm. have been very supportive of main partner. I think there's a thing with like-minded, should I, like birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. Because the same way I have all these things, that's how my friends are. This one is doing this and this and this and this. Yeah. This one is doing, I have a friend with like two online businesses that are not even related to What's her study? Yeah. This one, uh, then even like my friends who are not in the country, one is a practicing lawyer, she has a, a job and then she's, she's also in full-time ministry. Like they also have, and I think it's, it has helped me in some way that they also understand that we are kind of busy and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it, it's difficult to maintain um, a friendship when you're not inconsistent. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm really happy that friendship resolutions were at the top last year. Yeah. So last year, I sought out to have kind of like a system, like maybe a call once a month where we know, like for the friends who prefer calls once a month, I do call them every yeah, yeah. month. Then there are some who may not even be able to have those calls. So I, some of them, I try to, even though it's hard to maintain tricks on snapchat mm. i try to if not strict with them every day send updates like all oh, this and this has up and they do send me updates of course i know i'm lacking in the friend aspect i yeah. could be a, i definitely could be a better friend yeah but for the most part i think understanding my friends and their different systems and just trying to reach out to them because sometimes you can think someone is a low maintenance friend when they also just don't know how to reach out and not taking away the fact that in this journey of course there are friends that have fallen off there are people i used to be very close to but i don't talk to them now 
and I attribute it highly to our lifestyles changing. My lifestyle has changed. Yeah, it's a fact oh, of growth. It has yeah. done a 360. The places that I used to go to before, you cannot, you cannot even pay me to be in them right now. Yeah. And I, res- I respect that. Like for them, if that's where they want to, and sometimes yes, you can have different lifestyles with mm, your friends. Yeah. But then there are some who you can't like. There's really nothing there. Respectfully, there's nothing there anymore, and it's okay. Like it's, you know, it's fine. So that's so, what I'll say about at the beginning of the year we were d- doing something with friendship and we we looked at how friends can really you can nurture the friends you want and from what you've said I've realized that you nurtured your friends I don't know whether it's you or it's how you've been like doing it over over and over again do you think it is important to go beyond friendships and do support like you've said they support you but do you think it is really a must for friends to go an extra mile and do support? Me, I don't know if it's being petty, but I definitely do. Because why am I posting? You know, you know that I own a business yeah, yeah. or I own something. Mm. And then maybe, okay, I haven't, sometimes I may haven't sent it to you directly. or yeah. And then I post something and you, okay, I, you can't track how many times someone likes it or whatnot, eh? mm-hmm. but you don't even like it. Or you don't even like comment. Yep. Some posts don't need commenting, but you get what I mean? Like you're not even bothered. Or you're looking for a service like that and you're deliberately looking everywhere else. Me, when I'm looking for something, I usually try to start with my friends. Like, does this one have this and this? Even their opinion generally. Yeah. You have this and this. Where did you get it from? That minute, my friend tells me they're starting to sell this. Oh, where do I purchase it from so i don't and i don't understand people who say they are friends with someone and their friend offers a similar service it may be a bit expensive but yeah. that's i don't know that's first priority. sacrifice and do that yeah. Yeah, yeah i yeah. should be paying more to your business than wow anyone else so i, I will send you a link to my <laughs> to my goods yeah. that you buy a tote bag at least or a bottle yeah at least like you just you know sometimes sometimes there are people who genuinely do not have the funds and they'll tell you i'm really sorry i don't have this and this but then i know i'm petty eh? i yeah. know i say that support yeah, yeah, and yeah. whatnot eh? yeah but i think sometimes some people are just really disconnected or they are just not paying attention at all because i have friends without instagram without without any of these social media yeah, yeah. they have. So if your business is majorly based on that, how exactly are they supposed to, you know, yeah. support? So of course you try to understand but my issue is with the people who are active. They are on these platforms. They are even sharing other people's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from their own friends. Cross friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great. I, I love that and I've seen many people post I um, mean, pattern consultation and great. You told us about it and uh, we, we will mention it in the mm. description. It will be there. Don't, don't be, don't be worried about that. We shall solve that. And uh, of course, this episode has to come to an end and I will request you to tell our listeners who would want to venture into digital creation, venture into business and spiritual life keywords that you want to share with them. The major key things I would share is first of all, regardless of what you want to share or you may feel like you don't have a platform or something like that eh? yeah, yeah everyone has a target audience yeah people like very you may find your interest weird but people like very there are weird things that i found myself being interested in tiktok just because someone has decided to share it yeah so regardless of if you don't think you have a platform everyone 
has a consistency. I'm not the best person to advise, advise about consistency, but consistency is what takes people with no more, no more content mm. have way more engagement than you who has very quality content. There are people who they will just start on even after you've started, but because they are able to be consistent, they garner more and they are able to make a living off of it. Then also don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Don't allow to be paid for exposure unless maybe if you're really, really in the beginning processes of even you, you see that. Hmm? But mm. if you've gone if you know you can actually make money off something and they're trying to take you for granted, do not. In Uganda, creators need to stop. We need to leave this exposure thing yeah, yeah, yeah. completely. And then majorly, majorly pray and have patience. Have a lot of patience because there are days you're going to look at your digital content and say, but eh, no, and then you're also going to compare yourself to other people who have multiple platforms or they are making money off their things and they aren't. But have a lot of patience and keep praying because the universe recognizes these things that God knows when you're also putting your effort in yeah, something. Yeah, great, and, great. Yes. So I, I love that and uh, I'll be looking forward to have main partner. Like I, I, I play an advert of main partner on the podcast that would be great and i will share the link to main partners socials in our description and uh we are so 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 glad to have you and we look forward to having you more and more times we have different episodes right yeah (laughs) so we look forward to having you and thank you thank you Yes, there you had it. That was Marina on the Mike and Umcha podcast's life experience. Remember on this episode, we do lots of things that you love. Motivation, inspiration, and things that will keep you going. The life experience is always here every week. I do solo episodes, and sometimes I have guests that will really, really add salt in your life. Until next week, see you. Keep inspired, keep motivated, and keep going. Mike and Amisha, peace and luck.